Well, good Thursday morning and welcome to Noah's Window. Mary Alice and I have been talking on Noah's Window about major teachings from the Bible. And we're starting out this year with the teachings about the Bible itself, mm -hmm. because the, it's, it's so critical that we answer the question, can the Bible be trusted? Yes. If it can be trusted, then as you said yesterday, so rightfully, it becomes authoritative in our lives. If it can't be trusted, then we can pick the parts we like and the parts mm -hmm. we don't like, we can leave aside. I do think about what Mark Twain said. He said, it's not the parts of the Bible that I don't understand that bother me, it's the parts that I do understand. Mm -hmm. Great. And, and I think a lot of the skepticism about the Bible, it goes back to what Twain was talking about uh, when he said, it's the parts I do understand. But, but let's talk about something today. You know, when we think about the proofs of the Word of God, and, and, and there are at least five that are huge. Uh, I love the fact that change lives yes. uh, is, is such a great proof. I mean, we see that every week at New Spring, and you know, we watch the baptism testimonies and, yes. and we hear the stories of change lives. We know our own change lives. I can tell you one that is very powerful to me. I've never read anything that the Bible taught that didn't turn out to be proven in life. Yes. You know, so many times I, I think, man, this is exactly what the Bible says. And, and we could go on and on with the proofs of the Bible, but I, I want to go to one of the major proofs of Scripture, and that is fulfilled prophecy. Um, if I tell you something happened yesterday, then that can be checked out. It can be authenticated by, by history. If I tell you what's going to happen tomorrow, and it happens tomorrow, that's a whole different ballgame. Mm -hmm. If I were to tell you what was going to happen 10 years from now, and it turned out, then we, we would know there's something very special there. But if I could tell you what's going to happen a thousand years from now, wow. there would be no question about the fact that there is a supernatural aspect to that. Well, the fact of the matter is we humans can't tell the future at all. Mm. The future is something that we're locked out of unless we go to this book. Mm -hmm. Because the Bible is filled, and I think I've talked about this several times with the class series, the Bible is 27% prophecy. Yes. So Mary Ellis, let's talk about fulfilled prophecies. Well, and we could go to a lot of places, but probably the a key place we could talk about from the Old Testament to the New Testament is prophecies about Jesus. Because oh, yes. depending on who you're studying, we know there are at least over a hundred, and they're very specific. Well, I, I love the story of Dr. Peter Stoner, who was uh, chairman of the mathematics and the astronomy departments at Pasadena City College. And uh, as, as a, uh, a, a student project, he and his crack his team of crack students his very best students set out to to look at the likelihood of just eight of the prophecies concerning jesus birth um which that's important because we can see the prophecies written in real time you know go back in history and see them written in the you know the the uh fifth century and, and even earlier than that maybe going back to the sixth uh, century uh, with yeah Oh, 8th century, I guess, BC with Isaiah, and even earlier than that, and looking at Judges, then of course Genesis. Mm -hmm. So, Stoner, Stoner just took eight out of the 60 major prophecies regarding Jesus' birth that we can look back on and see when those prophecies were made, and then of course we know historically how they came true. And they determined that the, the probability, and you gotta realize, he's head of the mathematics department, the probability of all eight of those prophecies coming true was one in 10 to the 17th power. And he knew that the average person like me would struggle to know what that would mean uh, in, in mathematical terms. So he said it, it would be like taking 
the state of Texas, which is a big state, we're from it, you know, you, you drive north to south or east to west, you better be prepared to drive all day, maybe part of the night, yes. um, and cover it with silver dollars, two feet thick. Mark one of the silver dollars, put it somewhere in the state of Texas, covering the state of Texas, two feet thick. Blindfold a man, turn him loose in the state of Texas, and the likelihood that he will find the marked silver dollar is equivalent to just eight of the prophecies of Jesus' birth coming true. Yes. But of course, there's so many more. So many more. And, and you know, yesterday we were talking about the scribes and how important they were. If you're reading through the Gospels, notice how many times Jesus is talking to the scribes and the Pharisees. And, and um, <laughs> Uh, the challenge he would have to them, like, haven't you ever studied the scripture? Mm -hmm. Because the scriptures that they were spending their life copying had so many prophecies yeah. about him. Well, and, 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 and even in our lifetime, we've seen prophecies made in the Old Testament come true in our lifetime. What we're watching happen right now in the Middle East is in Ezekiel 37, 38, and 39. Mm -hmm. I talked about that at New Spring. I mean, I remember when I told you the night before Brexit, mm -hmm. we were in Kansas City taking a, 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 a couple days off and you know it was said that the Brexit vote was not and there's no chance that it could pass and I told you I said Brexit vote's going to pass well the only reason I knew that is I knew I mean that obviously I wouldn't have preached it because it was one of those things where I kind of like put several things together in the scripture and saw the outcome the next morning everybody was shocked that Brexit passed and I thought to myself I'm not shocked mm -hmm. this is what the Bible talks about all the time the future and so when we're talking about the authenticity of the Bible, one of the things that we need to keep in mind is the many fulfilled prophecies, but that should also uh, stir our hearts to realize that there are still some unfulfilled prophecies oh that are my. unfolding even yeah. now, and that we can trust the promises for the future that God has made to us, and so I think that's important well, as well. When you look at his track record, yes, and again, it is, it is so amazing, and you know, every once in a while people will say, oh well, you know, Nostradamus may prophecies you ever read Nostradamus's prophecies I mean they could they were so vague that you could pretty well take them you, you I want the weatherman predictions well, really. in Kansas. <laughs> uh, but when you look at the prophecies in the Bible they are specific, specific in nature yes. Yes. in fact as we've talked about on Noah's window so many times uh, there, the, the skeptics really hated the book of Daniel and still do today. And, and the reason why they said Daniel cannot be an authentic book is because his, his, uh, the, the prophecies in Daniel regarding the near-term fulfillment were so good, so accurate, that it was determined that he could not be writing prophecy. He had to be writing history as prophecy. Mm -hmm. well, well, what an argument for the authenticity of Scripture, it was where, just where the skeptics are saying can't be true because it's too good. And then, of course, their uh, archaeological um, outcomes just in, in, the, in the last century that proved that Daniel was accurate and now it can't be questioned because archaeology has confirmed it and they're just painted into a bigger corner. You know, this reminds me of something that you and I have talked about because you've mentioned this to me so many times over the years, is that truth can be probed. You, you, can, yeah. you can have confidence when you know something is true. It's okay to ask questions. It's okay sure. to probe because it will stand. It will stand interrogation. Truth will stand up to interrogation. Well, if you have the truth, you can't wait to... Uh, to tell people the truth yes. I and mean, you're excited about it. I mean, I think about, this is another, maybe going down a different trail, but you know, when you, when Jesus told the story about the three money managers, you know, 
the first two guys had doubled what they had been left with. The last guy went and buried it. I, I think about how reluctant that last guy was to give his report, and the first two guys were chopping at the bit. They couldn't wait to give their report because they had the truth. They had good news. And, yes. and for me, that's what I love about Scripture is that it does stand the test of scrutiny. Yes. So we don't need to be afraid. We, we can, the Bible can stand up to any scrutiny. You know, I, I don't claim to be a Bible scholar, Mary Ellis. As you know, I'm not even sure I'm a good Bible student. But I will tell you what, I have lived in this book as a pastor now for the last 47 years, and, and maybe even more before that time, because I started preaching when I was 16. I live in this book. I'm in it every day. And i got to tell you one thing. I haven't found one thing. I haven't found one contradiction in God's Word. I mean, when we look mm -hmm. at it, when we, when, we, when we have a proper interpretation of the original yes. languages, I do not know of a single error. I also don't know of anything the Word of God has said, and I said this earlier, but I'll say it again. I don't know of anything the Word of God has said that does not bear true in daily life. Yes. I love that. I hope you guys are enjoying this because I'm having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's something Mary Alice and I like to talk about at, at yes. the house, you know, we, we, our, our deck's on the other side of that wall there, and, and uh, we have a screened-in uh, deck, and we like to go out there and some of this kind of thing we love to talk about mm -hmm. because the Word of God is true. Yes. And, and it's, it, it's profitable. I think you read that yesterday. It's profitable mm -hmm. for correction, for reproof, for instruction. Um, and so, anyway, I, I love this talk. Anything else today before? Uh, not for today. I think that's what we've got is fulfilled prophecy is a great testament to the authenticity of the scripture. Yeah. We can trust it. Well, it, it's it's just great to study. Mary Ellis, would you pray for us today? Yes, let's pray. Father, once again, we're just so thankful that you have provided your word for us to read and study and so that we could know you better and so that we could have your promises to look forward to their fulfillment. Thank you for being a faithful God always. Yes. I pray that you'd be with our Noah's Window family, each and every one and whatever challenges they're facing today father i just pray that you would be with them that you would keep the evil one away that you would bring comfort and strength and wisdom and provision whatever's needed father you know and we'll be careful to give you the glory and the honor and praise and we ask this in jesus name amen amen thank you mary alice thank you for joining yes. us we'll be back on friday i'd like to share some things about what's coming up on friday so we'll see you then yes we love you guys god bless